Hi, I'm Nancy Dufresne. Welcome to our podcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Uh, let's go ahead and open our Bibles to Psalms 1-1. And I've taught on these lines before, but I want to talk about your import- the importance of your role in the local church and your place in the body of Christ. Because it's vital and it's important. And we could not do what we're doing without that. So we have to recognize the importance of every role and not diminish our place because it all matters. In the body of Christ, it matters. I mean, I think of people like Brother Eddie Delgado, like Stephen was saying. These people that you feel like could be replaced simply cannot because they were called to be there. They were anointed to do that, and many people came back because of people like him. You can minister to people through any position you're in, anything. You're anointed for where God's put you, amen? And it's important to remember that, recognize that. I'm anointed to do what God's called me to do. I'm anointed to be where he's told me to be. And if he said I can do it, I can do it, amen? So let's read here, Psalms 1, 1. I'm going to read out of the Amplified. It says, Blessed, happy, fortunate, prosperous is the man who walks and lives not in the counsel of the ungodly, following their advice, their plans, and purposes, nor stands submissive and inactive in the path where sinners walk. Isn't that interesting? Inactive. When you're in the wrong direction, you're inactive. I don't ever want to be in that position. Uh, Nor sits down to relax and rest where the scornful and the mockers gather. But his delight and desire are in the law of the Lord and that his law, the instructions, the teachings of God, he habitually meditates, ponders, and studies by day and by night. It matters what we're feeding on. It's his desire that we meditate on the right thing. And in this day and age, there's so many distractions that are trying to steal your attention. And it is heavily influenced by the enemy. For believers, it is influenced by the enemy. He wants your attention on the wrong thing. And when our attention's on the wrong thing, we're walking in the wrong direction. So it says it's his delight and desire that we are in the law of the Lord. And then verse three, it says, and he shall be like a tree firmly planted by the streams of water, ready to bring forth its fruit in its season. Its leaf shall also not fade or wither, and everything he does shall prosper and come to maturity. It's not enough that we become born again. That is a wonderful miracle. Thank God Jesus did what he did. But we have something now to bring. It doesn't stop there. We're on a mission. We have a call in a in a place to fulfill, a role to fulfill. And it's important. Don't ever diminish what you're called to do. Amen. And it says, he shall be like a tree firmly planted by the streams of water, ready to bring forth its fruit in its season. And then it says, and everything he does shall prosper. When you're in the right place, and planted in that place, not just walking by and barely, barely showing face where, you're, where you know you're supposed to be. But he says, if you're planted, you will prosper. Amen. 
Not only will you prosper, but where you're planted will prosper. Hallelujah. Because we're reaping the harvest of your fruit, and in your life, you'll reap the harvest. It affects every aspect of life. You don't have to, uh, you don't have to push or force things to happen, but when we're planted in the right place, it happens. If the, the, it, we have what we need. Amen. So we, it's important that we are firmly planted. Firmly planted. And, and I, looking back in the last year and a half when COVID and everything happened, I was so proud and pleased to see the state of our church. Because not every church had what we had and the teaching we had. And that I saw how firmly planted we were. And I'm grateful for that. And because a lot of people like Brother Eddie, I think of all the people like Miss Betty, these, these foundational people who have, were here my whole life, like Stephen was saying, those examples made a difference because people look to people like that and say, well, they are unmoved. They are here. They are present. They're bringing their supply no matter what the season looks like. So your example matters. doesn't matter how old or how young you are. It matters what you do. But it's important to be in the right place. Where did God plant you? That's where you're going to prosper. You don't, make, you don't decide that for yourself. But something I do know is he knows you better than you know yourself, and he knows what's best for you. He knows where you'll thrive. He knows where you'll be in joy and peace. He knows that. So that's why we can have faith in him and trust, because we know where he's going to put us is going to be the best place for our life. And the devil will try to steal that from you. He'll try to get your attention on the wrong thing. But it's important, like it says, meditate day and night. Maybe God spoke, in, spoke to you something specific that you need to do. Maybe you, you, you heard a message that stirred some things up on the inside of you. Hold on to those things. Meditate on those things. Get it rooted in your heart. That no matter what comes along, nothing can convince you that's not for you. That's what God told me. This is where God put me. And I'm going to protect that. So protect where God put you. Protect that. Because the enemy would love to steal that from you. It's important. Hallelujah. So, it, so we can say those planted prosper and will benefit from being planted. Firmly planted. Amen. And I'm not talking about our church is the only church you'll ever be at or something like that. I'm saying be where God tells you to be. I'm not big on getting bitter if people go to another church and they say God told them that. I don't know what God told them. I'm telling you to do what God said to do. That's what matters. And if God told you to be here, that should matter to you. It should matter that your church is taken care of. It should matter to you that um, there's help here. That, that your pastors are taken care of, that, that things are picked up or things are taken care of, whatever it may be. You know, being, growing up in the ministry with my family, I mean, I've done a little bit of everything and that's what ministry is. So it's okay if someone asks you to do something you're maybe not used to or um, that's not your forte, just do it. Just bring your supply and become essential to that church, that, that body, amen? That when you're gone, people recognize it. If you leave and people don't ask you where you are, you're probably not planted enough. They probably, they probably haven't seen you around enough. 
And things that are planted, you get familiar with those things. You see them all the time. They're always here. That's part of being planted. Uh, Don't let the devil isolate you and make you feel like he does. That's how he feels. He's lonely. He's isolated. And those feelings are not from God. That's not how we should be. And when God's called you to be in a place, we are to fit into that place. Make ourselves present. Insert yourself. Say, God told me to be here. God told me to come here. And divine connections are here for me. Be mindful of that. That it's not just about a place, but it's about the things in that place. It's about what's for your life in that place. Amen. And what's to come. You know, where you're receiving and meditating and planted, you will be prepared for what's to come. And I can testify that is absolutely how it works. God always prepares me for what is to come. Always. When I'm willing to listen and participating. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. But I want to encourage you in something. I don't, the feeling of isolation, that's the devil. Those are his thoughts. That's how he feels. And to feel that way in a place where you know God's calling you to be, recognize that. Answer those thoughts and say, the word says we're prosperous. We will not fade nor wither. That doesn't belong in someone who's planted. I'm going to remain planted. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flourish where God's put me. Amen? But something I want to point out is we all have a role that's vital to the body of Christ. It is so important to realize that. So important. It's important to God. Amen? So let's turn to 1 Corinthians 12, 12. Hallelujah. Um, I'm going to read out the English Standard Version. 1 Corinthians 12, 12 says, For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body through many are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit we are baptized into one body. Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, we were all made to drink of one spirit. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. For the foot shall say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body. That would not make it any less part of the body. So what, it's, what, we're, what they're trying to say here is, doesn't matter what part you're in, no matter what role you have, it is vital. And you are connected to a body. And you do affect that body. The the decisions you make in your life will affect the body of Christ. Your example will affect the body of Christ. But something I want you to know is if you're not planted and you can be, there is a place for you. Amen? There is a position for you. There is something more for your life. Amen? Hallelujah. So don't think church is just receiving, but you have something to give. I said, you have something to give back. God wants to use you in this place. You have something that's distinct and and unique just to you that God wants to use. He wants to pull those giftings out. Something I love about my mom is she always put a demand on gifts inside of me. She always recognized them and pulled them out of me. And she did that as a pastor too. But those who aren't present aren't going to have that demand put on them. 
When you neglect that relationship with your pastor, your shepherd, we all need a shepherd. Everybody needs to be fed by the shepherd. Hallelujah. But when you're not present, you're missing some things. And I remember when I was in the park last year teaching on this, the Holy Ghost, you know, brought up out of me something that is important. And um, that was the ones who decided to not come back, there's, there's a hole missing. There's a place that was for them that is now empty. It's not replaceable because some, the giftings on the inside of you are so unique and so distinct and are, and are valuable to God. So when people let the devil steal what belonged to them, there's a place missing. There's a hole. There's a spot missing. So recognize that, that you are vital to this body. You have something to bring that is so precious, and it's precious to God, and it never goes unnoticed for him. Maybe people may not talk to you the way you like, but just remember, it is about him. We care about his church. This is, this is his church. His people, God's people. And I'm doing it because I love him and I love his people. And I love where I'm planted. I love where I belong. Amen. Hallelujah. So remember that we have something on the inside of us that no one else can replace. No one else can fill. Realize that those giftings were put in there for his use. And like I said, my mom always made sure anything, any gifting in me, in, in, in anyone in my family, she pulled those out. My dad would do that. He had a gifting to pull things out, giftings out of ministers and people called to the fivefold. But when we're not present where we belong or where we're planted, we're going to miss out on some things. We're going we're gonna to wander. We're going to be a little lost. Go where there's help and direction for your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's go to, um, let me see here. 1 Corinthians 12, 27. It says here, now you collectively are body, are Christ's body, and individually, you are members of it. Each part distinct, each with its own place and function. So there it is. We all have a place. We have no excuse to, be a, to not be a part of the body. We all have a place. You can't say there is no place for me. I don't fit in here. If God told you to be somewhere, there is a place for you there. There is an assignment for you there. And it's to benefit your life and many others. Don't cheat yourself. Don't, you don't want to miss out. Distinct, and I want to read the uh, definition. Recognizably different in nature for something else of a similar type. Recognizably different. I look at a lot of people in here and I say, there's no one that can replace them. That anointing that's on them to greet or to catch the people that are being blessed or whatever it may be. They are all anointed. Hallelujah. I always say when I come up in the pulpit, I thank you, Father. I am anointed to do 
what you've called me to do. I remember when I first started doing things like this, I, it seemed impossible. I couldn't wrap my mind around talking in front of people for a long period of time. It just seemed so out of my character. I'm social, but I, was not, I wasn't like that. I'm not a public speaker. Didn't feel like that was something I was interested in. But when you recognize you're anointed for that, that's what you rely on. Don't lean on your own understanding, but lean on him. When you're leaning on something, you are fully dependent that if that was to leave, you would fall. That's where we need to be. So in faith, walking with God, that we are fully dependent. And every time I do something that's out of my comfort zone, I say, I'm anointed to do this. Pastor Nancy told me to do this. You know, someone in leadership over me told me to do this. I am capable of doing that because I'm anointed. I'm anointed to do it. And um, it's important to recognize that. If your pastor calls on you, if someone in leadership calls on you, you are anointed to do that. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And something I want to say is you will be an unhappy person until you find where you belong in the body of Christ. You will be unsatisfied. You will be searching and you will be unhappy until you find where you belong in the body of Christ. And don't look to other people and mirror yourself in a way that makes it hard for you. Well, I'm not like them or I don't like this or I don't feel like I fit in with these people. Don't do that. That's not right. You're just beating yourself up and that's not going to that's not going to help you. Just remember, God told me to be here. I have a place here and I'm anointed to be here. Amen. So find where you belong and stick with it. If God told you something, maybe there's a lot of new students here. Maybe uh, your pastor spoke something to you. Maybe God spoke to your heart, said this is for you. Meditate on that. Focus on that. Put it on your mirror. Put something in front of you to remember the steps that God's leading you down, the path he's leading you down. Keep that in front of you because the enemy's not going to congratulate you on doing the right thing. He's going to throw obstacles. He's going to try to get your attention. He's going to try and get you off. But it's not to be fearful, but when you're in the right place, you're prepared. When you're planted in the right place. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And just because your role may be different doesn't mean it's not important. Amen. I just think of all the, I mean, my family, we all literally, I feel, my mom, maybe me and my mom, we have a lot in common, but I'm telling you, the rest of my, like my dad, Steve and Morgan, we are all very different what we do. And I think of the things Stephen does and think about how horrible I would be at that. <laughs> and thank God he's here. So I don't have to do that. Because this yard would not look the way it does right now if I was in charge of it. So I'm not anointed to do what he's doing. He may not be anointed to sing. I've never heard him sing in my life. So I don't know what he sounds like. I guess Morgan said he has sang before. So I'm going to take her word for that. Um, but you need to see yourself like that. If I'm not here to bring my supply, someone else is going to have to stretch themselves. That's not how it should be. We should be the body of Christ with our own function working together, 
How many of y'all remember Henry? I don't know if you saw the picture in the 30th, but I put that in there because I, a lot of people know what that is. The mannequin and the arms come off and my dad would rip off the arm and, you know, give the whole analogy and it just stuck with me, you know? And something, you know, you know, God loves his people. That's where it needs to stem from with us. We love the people here. We care about our pastors. We care about the people here. We care that their lives are um, helped by this place. If you're struggling to fit in, maybe, maybe you're struggling to let go of some things to even bring a supply because you're trying to work on yourself. I'm just saying, work on loving the people. Walk in love. See them in the eyes that God sees them in. He wants to help them. And we need to be used by God. I want to be used by God. So when you love a place, when you care about something, you, you protect it. So work on loving the place you're in. Get it big in your heart. And you know, anytime God tells me to do something, the desire to do it grows and grows and grows. But you have to agree with it. You're going to struggle if you're not in agreement or if you haven't settled it. You're half in, half out, half in, half out. You're not going to see your life flourish like that. You must be deeply rooted in where you belong. Hallelujah. In whatever that season may look like. Seasons change, and that's all right. We're graced for it, and we're anointed for it. Amen? So I want to encourage you, whatever seasons, whatever season comes in your life, whatever God may lead you to do, whatever uh, leadership may call you to do, just remember, I'm anointed to do what God's telling me to do. And I want to do it. People who don't want to do his will are focused on the wrong thing. You have to want his plan more than your own. You have to be selfless. It has to be about him. It has to be about him. You know, something for me, I have to focus. This is about him. I'm not doing this to benefit me, but I'm doing this for him. I'm focusing on his church. I'm focusing on his people, his work being done, his message getting out, the word getting out. Focus on that and what you have in your life. He'll take care of it. When we put him first in our life, when you put him first, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of these things shall be added unto you. We're not coming up to him with everything weighed on us, all of our needs, all of our insecurities, all of our problems, but it says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. You're coming to him, focus on him, not your problem. Leave that, in the, leave that behind you. Let it go. Give it to him. Focus on him. Say, I'm doing this because I care about him. I love him. Jesus died for me so I can live free. He's worthy of my life. Don't always do something to get something out of it. But when we seek him first, when we love him, we care about what he's doing, what in return we get is we get cared for. We get all the things we need is supplied. It's all supplied. All of it. It's all taken care of. All of these things shall be added unto you. Hallelujah. So work on being planted and the fruit will come. The blessings will come. The prosperity, it's all 
attached to putting him first. It's really simple. What I'm really trying to say here is putting him first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. Put him first in your life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, the church is more than just the building. It's the people in it. Hallelujah. So we have to remember what's the mission here. You know, sometimes we have to put ourselves aside and say, I want to be useful. When I'm focused on myself, I'm not useful. You know, when, you, when you're hired to, to maybe a company and you're hired to the person's vision for the company, you don't come with your own life and problems and try to weigh the thing down, but you put it aside to focus on their mission. That's how we should see it. We're focused on our mission. What has God called us to do? That's my mission. And when we focus on the right thing, all the things that we need in our life, it's taken care of. Our family, our home, uh, it's taken care of. Hallelujah. Let's go, and I'll close with this. Let's go to Matthew twenty-two fourteen. Are you helped tonight? I'm just flowing out what's in my heart. Hallelujah. Matthew 22, 14, out of the Amplified, it says, For many are called, invited, and summoned. I, over, over my life, I've seen, we would have been in a 20,000-seat auditorium by now if everyone that said they were called here stayed here. Yeah. Don't be that person. Yeah. And I'm, like I said, I'm not, I'm not trying to say like our church is, I'm saying where God told you to be. That's what matters. Because people come and go for seasons, and that's wonderful. But it says here, for many are called, few um, invited in some, but few are chosen. Why? Because most love their plans more than God's plans. I've, I've seen many people, you know, my mom will say, you know, just stay planted for a little bit longer before you go out and try to fulfill what you know you're called to. Stay planted, get the word big in you just for a few years. But couldn't do that because they love their own plans and their own timing more than God's plans and his timing. And his timing is always on time. Whether you think it is or not, it truly is. It truly is. So draw near to him. Care about his church. Care about what he's called you to. Care about the mission and all the business in your life. It's taken care of. It's all taken care of. Hallelujah. The plan of God did not pause in your life. It's ready, prepared for you. Get in place. Get in position. Get ready for it. It's, it's ready for you. Just make that first step of faith. Walk out in faith. Just push past that thing. Push past your flesh. Push past that. Just keep going and keep going. And just, I love some uh, Richard Roberts posted on his Instagram. He said he was doing like a short little like clip and he encourages through those. And he said, I just show up. I wear the devil out. I just show up. I just show up. And that ministered to me because sometimes you feel like, man, I just, oh, I feel bad for not wanting to come. Just show up. Just show up. Wear the devil out. Wear your flesh out. He's just like, man, I'm tired of messing with this person. They keep going. And if someone like him, Richard Roberts can keep showing up, man, we can do that. What an example we have. We have wonderful examples. Just keep showing up. Show up where God called you to be. 
Show up to the position he's called you to be in. In your life, it'll begin to unfold all the wonderful things he has for you. It's, you don't, you don't want to miss out on it. You don't want to miss out on it because that is what's satisfying. That's the only thing that'll satisfy is the perfect plan and will for your life. Hallelujah. Wear the devil out. Show up. Just keep coming to school. Keep coming to church. Keep showing up to help. Keep bringing your supply. If God told you to take this, that business, keep showing up to work. Meditate on the word. Focus on the right thing. Just show up. Wear them out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not going to let the devil steal what belongs to me. I'm not going to let him rob my future. Keep showing up. Oh, I don't feel like it. I just feel bad for thinking this way or doing. Just show up. Go where the help is. Go where your answers are available. Just show up. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you helped tonight? Hallelujah. Well, let's stand up and worship our Father and thank Him. Lord, we're grateful for this place. We're grateful to do and be where you called us to be. We have a role, we have a supply to bring. Hallelujah. It's not just about receiving. And that's wonderful, but we have something to bring to the body of Christ. A unique gift that cannot be replaced by anyone. It is specific for our life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just worship him and thank him. Father, we're we're grateful. We're grateful for you, Father. We're grateful. You have prearranged a future for us. With you, there's hope. We have a future. Oh, we're grateful, Father. We're grateful. Father, we dedicate our life to you right now. We consecrate ourselves to you. We commit our life. My will is your will, Father. I put myself aside. I put my desires aside. And I trust you. I lean on you. I don't lean on my own understanding, but I lean on you and I trust in you that you're guiding me and walking me the right path, Father the life that is satisfying, that's full of joy, that's full of peace. Father, we're grateful. We're grateful. We're grateful. You know what? It matters what you do because it is an example to others. Your decisions could lead someone else off into a different direction. What if Pastor Nancy decided to go a different direction? What if she decided to do her own thing? We need to have that same regard with ourselves. I should not just do whatever I want. I, there are people that I could lead in the wrong direction. It, it should matter. People are watching you. There is someone in your life that's watching you and will impact them. So it matters that we do the right thing. And we're anointed in grace to do the right thing, to be where God called us to be. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we're grateful. We receive this word. We adjust our thinking, Father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Well, that's all I got for you tonight. I hope you were blessed. Hallelujah. I'm excited for Eagle Mountain. I'm going to help with that and, and a lot of the staff are. So we're so excited. So if you can, tune in. We'll share it on Facebook and all that stuff. So, um, And then we'll be in this, y'all will be in the sanctuary on Sunday. Awesome. Hallelujah. We'll greet someone or tell someone around you. I don't know. Tell them something. I don't know. And you're dismissed. I'll see y'all. We trust you've enjoyed this message. Visit us at DufresneMinistries.org to learn of our upcoming meetings, share your testimony, become a partner, or visit our online store.
This program has been made possible by the friends and partners of Dufresne Ministries.